This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We saw the first round on Thursday, but listen, there are plenty of good players to be had in the, the later rounds. We see it each and every year where somebody comes out and surprises somebody who is not one of the big names going into the draft. Uh, and Jenks, I think about this all the time. Do you think a, a prospect has the right to have a chip on their shoulder if they like don't go in the first round? Or do you think somebody who goes in the second round, you know, you still got picked, still got picked in the second round. It's yeah. just, you may not have been the best prospect available because nothing gets under my skin more than those guys that were drafting like the first 15 picks that are like, yeah, I wrote down every single guy that they drafted uh, ahead of me, and I've got a list in my mind. Like, who cares, dude? Like, maybe they wanted a defensive <laughs> player. Maybe it's nothing personal at all, and you still got, what, like $6 million signing bonus, something right. like that? So it's not like you're some unknown guy. You're not Mr. Irrelevant. Like, if anybody can claim that, it's Brock Purdy, and I feel like he has not spoken out about that and be like yeah put the league on notice because huh. we see this all the time don't we these guys that you know yeah. just have this vendetta and it's like dude like you're not underrated like you still win in the first round like hasn't aaron Rodgers just played on this chip on his shoulder for years and years and years remember when he was coming out of cal and there's that famous video of him just sitting there in a green room stewing and he's been playing that chip on his shoulder since draft night, ever since that happened. I think it depends on, but even then, he went the first draft. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that was a drop, but it's not. Will Levis is a guy who I would say can probably have that chip on his shoulder because and it's not his own fault, but we heard whether it was Reddit, whether it was draft scouts, whether it was the videos of him being all cut up or his arm strength that was being shown off at different practice sessions. Like there was such a buildup around Will Levis that at one point might've been for a quick flash, but there was a time when it was, Oh my God, is Will Levis going to go number one overall? He's definitely going to be a top five pick. So to go from that to the second round, that's a precipitous drop off that you don't normally see. So I think if anyone deserves to have a chip on a shoulder, it's him. And it's through no fault of his own. Sometimes that's just the way it happens and hype can build up around a certain player. And it's not like he did anything to build this up. That's just kind of the way it fell, kind of the way the chips sort of fell when it comes to Will Levis. But I think he's a guy who deserves to have a chip on his shoulder. I don't know, though. I feel like it was just the hype machine that brought him up too high. And then he kind of felt back mm -hmm. down to like where he probably should have been because he didn't win the Heisman. Like, he didn't have this, like, storied career in college to where he really was, you know, uh, somebody who was guaranteed to go in the first round. Because I think mm -hmm. going into the draft, I saw this picture somebody tweeted of Lamar Jackson on draft night, sitting with his head in his hands next to his mom. And mm -hmm. if you remember, he was taken as one of the last picks in the first round. And this is a guy that did win the Heisman. So you look at his story, and I almost feel like it's better. Because when you're mm -hmm. a top quarterback and you go to one of these bad teams, I almost feel like it's harder to succeed. I think if I was a quarterback, yeah. I know the money's great and you want to go in the first few picks, but I feel like it's almost better to go to a team where you have a veteran quarterback, you have a good franchise, and you can sit around and wait. And I feel like, you know, maybe the money's not there at the first, but your career has a better chance for going longer.
Yes. The problem is, is that ideally that's the way it goes, but we're in such a, we're in such an era now in the NFL where there's no more patience in the national football league. And every now and then like Jalen hurts, I think is a perfect example of giving a quarterback a little bit of time. And I have to admit, I was dead wrong about Jalen hurts before last season. I was like, I don't know if this guy has what it takes. And the Eagles said, let's adjust our offense. Let's put some weapons around him. And what do you know? This guy's a total stud. And then they sign him to a long-term contract. Rest is history. But it's because they believed in him enough to say, let's give this guy a little extra time to adjust to the National Football League. Justin Fields is an example of a guy who I think deserves time. And before the draft, we were hearing, maybe the Bears will get rid of Justin Fields. I'm like, dude, we you got to give the guy a chance. But especially now in this league, people want to see results immediately and sometimes it happens sometimes a guy comes in as a rookie quarterback and he's gangbusters from the jump but oftentimes it's the most difficult position on the planet to play and so you're always caught between what if this guy doesn't perform immediately how much extra time do we give him i think that more teams should do that but it's a very difficult line to sort of balance right um so i think let's try to digest what we saw in the nfl draft over the weekend because I know the headline for me is Will Levis going to my Tennessee Titans. And listen, I did not want the Titans to draft him in the first round. I don't think he was really worthy of that. Maybe I'll eat my words, but right now that's how I feel. But here's the other thing for me. I think the Titans definitely needed a better backup quarterback than what they have in Malik Willis. We've seen the mm -hmm. Malik Willis show. It's not a good one. Yes, he can run, but the dude can't complete a pass. And he clearly does not have a grasp on the offenses at an NFL level. This is a guy that didn't even watch film in college. So I think that, mm -hmm. you know, if we see Ryan Tannehill get hurt because this can happen, he's getting older. We need a viable second option. And maybe Will Levis is bad, better than that. And the bar is set very low. So for that reason, I do like the pick. I do like him going in the second mm -hmm. round because, like I said, the Titans are going to need somebody else other than Ryan Tannehill. And that's, you know, me being a Ryan Tannehill stan. I do think that he is the entrance starter for a reason. But if for some reason he goes down, I think Will Levis is a much better option than Malik Willis. Was there anybody or any other player in the draft that you kind of had some kind of reaction to? We saw some other headlines. Joey Porter Jr. getting drafted by his dad's team, the Steelers. The Eagles trading with the Lions to get DeAndre Swift. Were there any other, you know, moves that kind of moved the needle for you? Yeah, I'll say it. I went to Texas. Everyone talks about B. John Robinson, my favorite play in the draft. Let's talk about Roshan Johnson, who went to the Bears. Let me tell you something. And I know everyone's going to accuse me of being biased here, but in that locker room for the past two seasons at Texas, this is a flat-out fact. The leader of that locker room was not Bijan. There it is, Double D. It's Roshan Johnson. You have to understand, this is a guy recruited out of high school. That's it. Turn it up, Double D. Turn it up. <laughs> this is a guy recruited as a quarterback out of high school. And... You know, there's a, there's a, it's a bit of a misnomer. Texas has recruited very well, as it always does, because it's Texas, right? Whatever. But they have had so much attrition over the years that those recruiting classes they have brought in haven't really panned out because so many guys have left and injured, whatever. Roshan Johnson 
made the transition to running back because the coaches said, we've got to have depth at running back. We don't have anyone who can play running back. Will you? And you know how difficult it is. You know how high school kids are. Once you're a quarterback, you don't want to play any other position. But quarter, your quarterback with the ball in your hands. He said, I'll play running back and became a leader of the team. Everyone focuses on Bijan, but Roshan Johnson is an absolute monster. Great blocker, runs forcefully with a purpose every single time, and the undisputed leader in that locker room. The Bears stole him. I thought that was a great draft pick. And also, I just want to say, the Eagles getting DeAndre Swift, I think, is a stroke of genius. I don't think they gave up much to get him. And now, in that backfield, like they've got Jalen Hurts, and they've got Rashad Penny, who I think could explode this season, and they get DeAndre Swift. The Eagles are just, they get another guy on the defensive line out of Georgia. Like what the Eagles are doing, and I don't have any dog in the fight. I'm a commander's guy. The Eagles are just putting together a monster in the NFC. Right. The front office deserves their flowers, especially last year after getting A.J. Brown from my Titans just, what was it, mere days before the draft? Or maybe it was like the day of the draft. But <clears throat> the front office of Philadelphia certainly deserves their flowers and moving forward, especially in an NFC um, conference that now does not have Aaron Rodgers. You know, it feels like a, a conference that's very winnable for the Eagles moving forward. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got to drink some water or something, but let's look at some odds that may have shifted. And I think one that obviously is going to shift is AP offensive rookie of the year over a uh, bet MGM B. John Robinson, your Texas Longhorn guy, the favorite, mm. plus 350, Bryce Young, 5-1, to one, CJ Stroud, uh, plus 650, and further down the list, we have, you know, some receivers, some running backs. I think the the, the quarterbacks are always going to get, like, the first dibs, but Bijan's probably the favorite for a reason. Jenks, I think you like him for Rookie of the Year. Tell us why. Uh, I love him. And God, this is just the Homer segment. Everyone's like, dude, this guy is the biggest Homer. But listen, there's a reason why he's the favorite. He's just, he's just special. And also, if you look at last year, the Falcons do a great job of running the ball. Cordero Patterson is that Swiss Army knife out of the backfield, can do anything. But the Falcons, I believe, were third in the NFL in rushing last season. So now you take a guy, you take a team that can already run the football. And B. John Robinson, the one of the reasons why that he's seen as special is not because he runs like no other, but he can do anything. He's not just a guy who can, okay, he can catch a swing pass out of the backfield or he can roll out and catch a screen pass. No, 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 no. This is a guy who can line up in the slot, line up as a receiver and go deep down the field and run routes. He can do it all. He is a real game changer. That's why there was a lot of talk about the Eagles maybe getting him at 10. I mean, for running back to go at eight overall, which is very rare in today's day and age in the NFL, it tells you something. And I know it's, I know it's not a ton of value because he's the favorite, but I will be putting money on B. John Robinson. I am not going to talk you off of it because I think opportunity is part of the way that you win this award. And he's certainly going to have the opportunity for a Falcons team coached by Arthur Smith, who we all know loves to run the football coming over from the Tennessee Titans. I was just saying, I feel like the quarterbacks have first dibs, but if you look at the, the mm -hmm. recent history, it's actually been position players and not quarterbacks who have been running the roost in the rookie of the year awards. We had Garrett Wilson receiver last year, Jamar Chase the year before, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, a couple of quarterbacks there, but then it was Saquon Barkley and then Alvin Kamara. So I think as opposed to the MVP, uh, this is an award that definitely can be won by somebody who is not a quarterback. So Jenks, I'm with you on Bijan Robinson. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.